Good morning and welcome to Breakfast with the Beak. I am your host, Johnny Goodtimes. Joining me is my sidekick, I'm Dr. Eisenberg. Good morning, Big Mix. Good morning, Johnny. Good morning. Johnny, you got kind of a perplexed look on your face this morning. What's uh, what's on your mind? It's pretty stupid. Okay. Okay. That's, that's appropriate. You ready for it? Yes. Okay, so the new Star Trek movie is coming out at some point in the future, and I haven't really been following it because I don't care. It's one of the few things I might actually see in the theater, but yes. Well, there you go. Yeah. Well, the point is, I was thinking about uh, the previous one, the one that everybody loved, the one that made Star Trek relevant again. Sure. And in it, we get a scene of Captain Kirk driving a 250-year-old car listening to a 200-year-old song. His dad's classic car. Yeah, well, I don't know if that's a, like a, is is that like a retro car? You know, his dad just got a remake? Or are we expected to believe that that metal actually lasted for hundreds of years? That's not what is sticking in my craw. Okay. What's sticking in my craw is that he's listening to Sabotage, a very popular Beastie Boys song. He's actually listening to a Beastie Boys hit single, yeah. Yeah. Yes, and it's a good song. Uh Uh-huh. But, you know, obviously, however he's playing this song on the car, it's not with a CD or something. He's got some kind of future car iTunes. Well, yeah, I mean, we've got MP3 players already now, so, yeah, so it's he's, not hard to think of what that technology would be. Yeah, exactly the same, except with a different name, probably. Sure. Yeah, so he's using something like that. Mm-hmm. That implies that in the future, the Beastie Boys music is still for sale, still available, and probably you can get all of it for super cheap, because there hasn't been anything new in a long time. It's got to be public domain. In all likelihood, in yes. Hundreds of years. And that means that Captain Kirk, in order to get this song, probably at some point had access to the entire Beastie Boys catalog. It's not even that many albums. It's like seven or eight albums. And therefore, he had access to Intergalactic, another Beastie Boys song. Right. A song that references (laughs) Mr. Spock. Yes, that, wait a minute, holy shit. Not just Mr. Spock, but his neck-pinching ways. Okay, this is interesting. I, I, okay, yeah, because if, if Captain Kirk's dad is a Beastie Boys fan, yeah. then he's going to know that shit, Well, stepdad, right? but yeah. Stepdad, yeah. Oh, right, his dad's dead is in the first scene. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, because, all right, Sabotage was on Ill Communication in 94, uh-huh. and Intergalactic was on Hello Nasty in 98. Like, they're right next to each other in the catalog. Okay. So there's no way, if he was a Beastie Boys fan... He wouldn't know both songs. Mm-hmm. So Kirk's listening to his, his stepdad's Beastie Boys albums, but he lives in a universe where the Beastie Boys exist. Like, yes. that's part of the canon. Therefore, <laughs> <laughs> shit. The Beastie Boys, what were they referencing in that song? Were they referencing, would they have referenced Mr. Spock? Would Intergalactic not exist? Has Does the rest of the Beastie Boys canon exist except for that song? Is the line different? <laughs> Do they reference Dr. Spock? And if so, did Dr. Spock recommend calming your children by pinching their necks? I mean, that does work on young cats. If you scruff their necks just right like how a mama cat carries them. Yeah, they just just turn off. It's amazing. Yeah, but I don't think that works on human babies. Well, you don't think so, but that's because Dr. Spock hasn't told you otherwise. No one's ever let me try. Okay? You'd be amazed how rarely anyone asks me to babysit. Yeah, nobody ever comes up to me and is like, hey, pinch my baby. (laughs) It just never comes up. Never has happened to me. Literally not once has anyone ever asked me to pinch their baby. That's It's almost weird how rarely that happens. You'd think, yeah. The amount of stuff that happens. But, okay, now we know the TV show Star Trek 
doesn't exist in the Star Trek universe. Obviously. it's That's impossible. So, in our universe, the Beastie Boys are referencing that TV show. They can't be doing that. Yeah. So, if we assume the Beastie Boys songs all exist in that universe, yeah. then that song... I don't know what that is. That some Mr. Spock is some other character. Maybe it's a guy they know, like in their entourage, like sneaker pimps. You know, maybe it's the name of like one of the Carvel ice cream cakes. You know, yeah, like, like it's a, yeah, like it's a cart, like it's a crab cake, right? Get <laughs> give Mr. Spock the pinchy crab. Don't let him pinch your neck. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, it could be any number of things, but the thing is, then, Kirk later meets a man named Mr. Spock. Who does the Vulcan nerve pinch. Yes, the, upon meeting him, wouldn't his first impulse being, say, fella, do you like pinching? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, Mr. Spock, ah, like, like that guy. Like, because if it's a cake, if it's a Carvel cake, right. it's possible that Carvel has subsisted, or persisted into the 22nd century. <laughs> that would be amazing if Cookie Puss... Or the Puss 23rd out, century, whatever. If, yeah, uh, 23rd. If Cookie Puss outlasted us all. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, let's be honest. Cookie Puss's cultural moment, if we're being honest, has passed already. I mean, just the, the, the presence of the word puss in the name right away is... Is sort of you know nobody would come up with that now, and uh, to be fair, nobody expected My Little Pony to make a comeback either. So it's happened. Yeah, but it's called My Little Pony. It's not like <laughs> My Little Vagina. It's not. Like that. <laughs> oh, wow. that's that's a different thing. Well, that's what well that's what springs to mind when I hear the name Cookie Push. There's people cramming desserts into their various openings. There's a thing called that, but it's not appropriate for children. Well, I understand that. Yeah, but, but yeah. alright, but, I mean, yeah, he would, he would like, you know, maybe ask Mr. Spock, hey, are you a Beastie Boys fan? Now, here's, here's where it gets interesting though, okay? Uh oh. If you remember, Spock's mom is human. Yeah, okay? she is. Okay, she's from Earth, right? And she marries a Vulcan. Mm-hmm. Maybe she was a Beastie Boys fan too. Like, before she moved to the planet Vulcan? Like, she moves there, and she finds this whole planet full of neck pinchers. Yeah! And she's like, hey, honey, I think I know what we should name our baby. Exactly! <laughs> exactly! She, and, and you know... And she's like, I'm pulling one over on these guys. <laughs> yeah, and Spock's dad's name is Sarek, right? Yeah. I mean, they, they have names like that anyway, like Tuvok and Patel and all yeah, that it, stuff. All the, all the men are five letters with a K on the end. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, so she's like, I can get away so with this. So she's like, okay, I need a name that sounds Vulcan-y, all right, but dude, I can totally reference that old-ass Beastie Boys song. No one on the planet Vulcan is going to get it, <laughs> but then, if he ever meets any humans... And then whenever she goes back to Earth and hangs out with the cool moms, they're all high-fiving her for the reference. Yeah, totally. They're <laughs> like, oh man, I love 250-year-old pop music. Oh my God, she is the queen of Park Slope. Yeah, <laughs> that must be what happened in... Oh universe. my god, this is terrible. This is crit. Yeah, I. It's weird in retrospect that J.J. Abrams picked the Beastie Boys because yeah. there's a lot of. I mean, Sabotage is awesome. It's a good song, but there's a lot of bands that don't have songs that reference Star Trek. Yeah, that would not have caused this paradox. Yeah, if he had stuck a Led Zeppelin song in there, you know, yeah, people wouldn't be like, yeah, it would have fit the scene. Sure, but nobody would have been like, wait a minute, what about their Star Trek songs? Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, yeah, Led Zeppelin would be a wholly inappropriate choice for The Hobbit, 
Exactly, exactly. You can't, <laughs> you can't play Misty Mountain Hop in a Hobbit movie. Exactly. That would be the same problem. Yes. <laughs> but that's different. I'm, yeah. They didn't even have the instruments necessary to play. No, Ga- if Gandalf had an MP3 player, he kept it in his robe. Exactly. Yeah. Do you want to just move on from this and roll a topic? Yeah, because my head's exploding with, yeah. with you know... Recursive Beastie Boys. Yeah. I'm going to find out where else they... Throughout be. the multiverse. Yeah, yeah this is amazing. Um, yeah, let's roll a topic. Okay, fuck okay, it. Okay, yeah. All right, it's a tiny number. It's a nine. Okay, topic number nine. Topic number nine. Why are we singing? (laughs) Topic number nine. You don't do that anymore. (laughs) How's that song go? It's not like that. You know, I don't remember, and neither do you. Gypsy Woman or something? No, no, no. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Not a real song. (laughs) Topic the ninth. Okay, what is it, Johnny? Underwater-based settlements. God damn it. Submitted by Jay. <laughs> Thanks, Jay. Host of JVmail, jvmail.com. Wait a minute. Okay, so in February we did underwear-based settlements, which, to be fair, didn't make a lot of sense. But And so immediately after, Jay sends us underwater-based settlements. Indeed, this this topic was received almost immediately after that episode. That actually makes more sense, though. Yeah, underwater-based settlements are... A thing. Potentially. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've heard of those. Yeah, no, I've seen movies about them and stuff. Yeah. All yeah. right, underwater-based settlements. Everything is fucking stupid today. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got... Let's let's go down the list, okay, to get okay. us started. Uh, Atlantis. Okay, uh, Sea Lab. Sea Lab, that's a good one. Um, Gungan City. Fuck the Gungan City. Uh, uh, Rapture. Rapture? From Bioshock. Okay, from Rapture from Bioshock. Yeah. Cool. Um, Snork Village, I Snork guess. Snork Village. Snork yeah. Village. And a bunch of other ones that are basically one of those other ones already, but with a different name. What's the village in, or the kingdom in Little Mermaid? Is that, is that Atlantis too, or it's is it? Fucking Fishtown. I don't know, man. Mer- Mermadia? I don't fucking know. I, North I, Fishville. Who knows? I don't know. It's been a long ass time I'm since sure, I saw Little Mermaid. I'm sure that someone at Disney knows exactly what that company is called. Uh-huh. And there's a whole fucking Disney Princess DVD about it. Well, yeah. But you know what? It was a movie. There's a couple movies, actually. I understand there is an yeah. actual movie, but I don't remember if they say the name of the kingdom in it. Uh, no, I have no idea. Well, what matters is we don't care. Not about the Little Mermaid, no. No, I mean, because it's not much of a city. It's just a pile of coral with some mermaids frolicking in it. I mean, presumably they have houses and shit. Don't they have a castle? They have a castle. It's okay. (laughs) (laughs) She gets up on land, there's a way better castle. It's like the first thing she sees. Oh, that's true. (laughs) If she had a really good castle, maybe she wouldn't be so quick to leave her castle. She'd be all like, hey, fucking leg boy. Get yourself some gills and get down here. You know, I mean, the sea witch could have done that. That's a good point. You know, <laughs> yeah. It's how come? Why doesn't he have to make any changes? Yeah, maybe lose because his... her castle is shit. Yeah, yeah. Maybe lose his fucking voice. I guess he, if he has the best house. I mean, generally, when a couple moves in together, yeah, they, they move into whoever has the best apartment. Yeah. Plus, you know, her dad is the king down there, mm-hmm. and she has like fifty older sisters. Uh, so, like, she's never going to be Queen of the Mermaids. Well, that's fair. You know, I mean, that's just a smart move. That's an upward move, marrying the prince. People talk about, you know, oh, why does she have to move? Why does she have to change? It's like, because now she's a queen. 
okay, whereas before she'd be lucky, you know, she'd have to murder her whole family to be a queen. Right, right. She's like, um, you know, Marcella Baratheon type situation. Yeah. There's other people online. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, perhaps, yes, perhaps Game of Thrones has warped my thinking about (laughs) the Disney princesses. (laughs) Not, right, enhanced, I would say. Yes. Yeah. Yes. There's, There's a lot of backstabbing. You saw Lion King. Yeah. 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 I mean, like, Lion King is a whole other kettle alliance, but, uh... Well, there's no castles or underwater, so Yeah, they don't don't have houses. They live in a rock. Yeah. It's not even a cave. It's just a (laughs) rock with some holes in it. (laughs) It's it's fucking Africa, man. There's no castles in Africa. There's caves! There's caves. There's pyramids. Yeah, why don't they just go into a town and eat all the humans? They're fucking lions. Okay, that would be a cool lion movie. Is lions, like, take over Egypt and live in the pyramids because pyramids are sweet? Yeah. Yeah, all yeah. right. They well, could. They're fucking lions. A pyramid is, like, the exact opposite of an underwater-based settlement. Yeah, so. there's no water. Yeah, let's. That, we're done with that. Yeah, fuck that. No. Yeah. All right, so, but, all right, let's go back to some actual underwater base because settlements implies... People went there and put shit there, right? Yeah, it's not just they've always lived there. It's they made a move there and set up a homestead. Yeah. Yeah. Like Sea Lab. Like Sea Lab. Yeah. Good old Sea Lab. Sea <laughs> Lab's fun. Sea Lab like actually C-Lab. is a lot of fun. It is. It is. Because, you know, I mean, you can say, oh, it's just a weird, silly show where everyone dies at the end of every episode and stuff. That's fair. That's true. Yeah. But... I think it's a very serious reflection of the fact that uh, an underwater uh, facility like that would be impossible to maintain yeah. and would blow up all the time if you had even one dumb employee. That's, yeah, The they have a, a surprising lack of fail-saves, you know. <laughs> they, every time someone talks about seriously colonizing Mars, yeah. there's always... Uh, uh, someone who wants, like, a really long-ass trial, like, all right, we gotta just lock people in a dome in the desert for three years. Yeah. To see if they can, you know, not murder each other. Uh, yeah. Before we spend money on spaceships. Yeah. And that's fair, because you know how humans are. Uh, yeah. No, the people who made that, uh, Biosphere 2 out in the desert. Yeah. Yeah. They found out how humans are, and also... Why you shouldn't build one of those underwater, because building one on land was a mess in its own right. Right. Like, the the hydroponic farm didn't work, and then everyone started fucking each other and getting mad. (laughs) (laughs) See, that would happen. And, like, I think a guy, like, broke out and escaped from it or something. Really? Wait, what was this? This was, like, in the early 90s when they built it, and it was supposed to be the big new science thing that was going to happen. Oh, that's awesome. Like, I gotta look just, into that. It's hard to remember what happened because then they made that Pauly Shore movie. They basically, uh, the operation of this thing was worse than depicted in the Pauly Shore movie. Right. It would have to be. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was. Because <laughs> like, in the Pauly Shore movie, it more or less kind of worked. <laughs> Weirdly enough, Pauly Shore generally won in, at the end of his movies. Yeah. Which you wouldn't expect. You would not. No. But. <laughs> But yeah, the actual Biosphere, or Biosphere 2, or whatever it was called, was... Yeah, Holy short seems like he would lose a fight with a pillow. <laughs> oh, that's how he's going to die. <laughs> Someday. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, go on. Yeah, like, the, the real one, it just, nothing worked. Yeah. Nobody knew how to fix the stuff that didn't work. Right. 
everyone was getting into fights and it was all drama bomb and stuff. It was ridiculous. It was Which, now, it's interesting because the International Space Station has been going strong for like over a decade now, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, they've, they, I mean, in various forms, because, yeah. like, it's been growing. Well, yeah. Yeah. But, like, they always have those cosmonauts that are up there all the time. Yeah. Right? And then just, like, different other international crews go up from time to time to do stuff. Well, yeah, but the, the space station, you know, they get food sent up. Sure. Part of the, uh, part of the gimmick, we're gonna call it, of the biosphere thing was, yeah. It's all locked in. You grow your own food. I mean, and when that didn't work, everyone started flipping the fuck out. It works to an extent in principle, but there's a lot of variables you have to factor for. But a, a, a settlement like Sea Lab, I, I would assume you would have shipments coming down all the time. Yeah. Like the space station. Because it's a research lab. Yeah. Do we even have any research labs underwater for real? Like permanent ones? I don't Not think we do. Not on the ocean floor with a bunch of, with at least six pods. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not full of maniacs. <laughs> Just sometimes James Ca- James Cameron goes down there for a while. Yeah, and he has to ride in this crazy little death bubble. Yeah, yeah. Most of our underwater people are in like long range nuclear subs. Yeah, and that's not much of a settlement. It's not. It's just a military crew. Yeah. So you're not expected to like have couples and families and stuff. No, no. Yeah. But yeah, like something like Sea Lab, we don't really have. Right. And. Now, Frankly, anyone who's watched Sea Lab uh-huh. probably would not want to live on one. No, it's a it's a bad long term strategy. Because, I think it could be kind of fun. No, I mean, let's say okay, there's a new house under the or a, a, a magical city under the sea where you can go live, like Gungan Village, like Sea Lab. Okay. And there's going to be, you know, research going on, but they also just need cooks and janitors and stuff. And you're like, well, that beats my crappy life. Okay, sure. So you go live there. And you get there, and on day one, they're, like, assigning you to your room, and they're like, well, Dr. Heisenberg, you're in pod six. Uh-huh. You're going to be like, nope, because uh-huh. on C-Lab, that's the pod that always blew up. Well, yeah. You're just going to have that in your head. Right. I you're going to be waiting for the guy to just, for it to blow up for no reason. It's like buildings that don't have a floor 13. Yeah. Even though like, the 14th floor is obviously the 13th floor. Yeah, I feel like when they start building actual C-Labs, the pods are going <laughs> to go from five to seven. <laughs> Maybe they won't even call them pods just to be super safe. They'll call them modules. Yeah. yeah. Module 5, module 7, no 6. That's a fair point. Yeah. I mean, and you said Gungan Village. <laughs> I so did. So let's fucking talk about Gungan Village. Let's talk about Star Wars Episode 1. Because the internet hasn't heard enough from <laughs> about that, especially not from me. <laughs> Do go on. <laughs> Well, it, it, it highlights the distinction in different kinds of uh, underwater settlements. I feel like there's there's two kinds. There's the completely contained environment, a la Sea Lab, which is very similar to a spaceship, mm-hmm. where you can't survive in the actual environment. Whereas the Gungans are an, an amphibious people, in the same way that the Snorks and the Mermaids and whatnot are fish people. Yes. So they can survive... Whether or not the city is intact, right? That's correct. So if like, something happens to it, they just swim up to the wherever. Yeah, now, Boss Nast has a fleet of bongos. <laughs> but, God damn it. But in a pinch, they can all just swim away and they'll be fine. Boss Nast does not look like a swimmer. <laughs> he, he, he looks buoyant, though. I think he would just float to the top. 
Misa no da doggy paddle. God damn it. See, and that's the thing. I am mightily resisting doing the voice. Give okay. in, man. You remember You remember last year, uh, Jay talked us into doing a... I think it was Jay. Who else would it be? Talked us into doing a whole episode about Admiral Akbar. He yeah. could have asked us to do Boss Nass. He got us to do this instead. Yeah, if you... you you know what? No, somebody should. Somebody should send in Boss Nass just to make us do the voice. So for a whole episode, just Misa no like a this topic. <laughs> Misa wonder why you still listen to podcasts. You want to do a show about bacon. You know, whatever, I don't know. I can't do it. But, you know, but that's... You're lucky you submitted Admiral Akbar and not Boss Nass, because that would be the character that we do every fucking week, and it would be more annoying than Dr. Soxenberg. Yeah, what if you'd sent that in, like, the first couple of weeks? There'd be no teapot. <laughs> Misa no like it a teapot. <laughs> Call Misa be nice. He's annoying. I can't do it. I don't know. I, just, I got no jokes about it. He's just annoying. He's just a weird dude. So is Boss Nass. Yeah. You know, fuck that. <laughs> fuck this whole line of, of the discussion, this entire avenue of human knowledge. You know? Do you want to talk about Bioshock? I would like to talk about Bioshock. The first one, okay? okay. Where the city under the sea was built... As a, a paradise free from the shackles of society. Yeah, my understanding is that people are concerned about spoilers for the new one, but yeah. you can pretty much spoil whatever you want for this one. Well, so. I'm only spoiling the premise. Okay. Which is that, you know, it was a place where the artist would not fear the censor, mm-hmm. and where the scientist would not be bound by petty morality. Okay. And where a man is entitled to the sweat of his brow. Oh dear. And see where uh, this is going. And where the parasite would not be able to take from the producer. Oh, see, <laughs> when you say the P word, <laughs> I know where you're going. And then everyone got super into modifying their DNA. <laughs> <laughs> and then it all went to hell. And it started leaking. <laughs> the so, thing is, by the end of the game, it's all the city's still there. It hasn't been destroyed. So, I mean, does it does it in, turn into like an aperture science type situation <laughs> where like you go in and explore, and it's just like just endless uh, stuff that went wrong that you're digging up? Yeah, you are digging up all the shit that went wrong plus mutants. Okay, so it has mutants yeah. instead of robots. Mutants yeah. hungry for your innards. Now, that actually goes back to my previous point, which is being able to survive, you know, outside of the enclosure. Oh, they yeah. can, the mutants cannot. Oh. That's the thing. That's, that's the worst part of the genetic engineering, then. That's the weirdest. That's actually something I have never thought about and that nobody ever brings up about this game now that I think about it. Wait, wait, wait. I just assumed, having never played the game. <clears throat> no, the genetic engineering is basically so you can have a magic system in a modern shooter. <laughs> You know, it's like, oh man, you can move shit with your mind, or you can electrocute people by touching them, or whatever. Uh huh. But like, yeah, I mean, now that you mention it, nobody fucking mods themselves with gills. How would that not occur to anyone? How is that not the first thing they did? If I lived in an undersea city and someone was, someone said, "Hey, we're capable of genetic engineering now." The first thought in my head would be, well, I'd like to go swim without 50 pounds of equipment. 
Can you yeah. hook me up with some gills and a tail? The thing is, there are, like, you know, super mutant guys who can go out in the ocean. Yeah. But by super mutants, I mean people's innards grafted into a giant diving suit. That's just a cyborg. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's like, wait a minute. Why was not? Why was that not the first thing they did? <laughs> That's the first thing i do. And for that matter, why are you fucking around with electricity in a leaky underwater city? That's a terrible idea. You can use that to kill mutants. If they're in a puddle, which they always are, you zap them. Well, that's a... Thanks to that, I was able to get through that whole game basically only using the wrench. Yeah. I mean, you go to the underwater dungeon in, in uh, uh, Final Fantasy 1, mm-hmm. yeah, you use all your lightning spells. Yeah. And you got to conserve them, especially if you've got a party full of black mages. Indeed. Yeah. We have to conserve them less if you've got a whole party of black mages. Someone I mean, will have one. Well, you'd think, but you can't really, like, oh, compensate with swords. That's so true. So you're no using swords. just lightning spells. That's true. You can always bring, you know, normally you bring a fire with the lightning sword. Exactly. Yeah. That doesn't run out. Yeah. But yeah, wait a minute, Bioshock people. Seriously. <laughs> how know, did that not come up? Why is that not like the, like that should be, because in that game, you know, you keep finding all these weird little syringes and you inject yourself and you get powers. Uh-huh. Logically, the first one you would have found is the gill one, and then you escape. Uh, yeah, gills and flippers. Boom, yeah. go. Uh, whole... He should be investigating, like, Snork Village. Yeah. Like, they should have turned themselves into fish people. Yeah, no fish people in that game. That That's one. so weird. It's all guys who, you know, zap you with fire or whatever, you know? Huh. Yeah. I haven't even played Bioshock, and I already have a yeah. well-thought-out criticism. That is a very good point. Because <laughs> the whole premise of the game at the beginning is just, uh-oh, the little submarine thing you used to get down here is busted. Oh. you got to find another one to get out. Sorry we brought you here by accident, you know. <laughs> so, you know, you're just the desperate outsider escaping, and it's like, wait a minute. Why doesn't he find Gill Serum? Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Come that on, is a, people. That is, you have actually blown my mind. Thank you. Because like I said, I, I, I really like that game. I got through it mostly just using the wrench. We are, myself. we are poking holes in pop culture left and right today. Everyone's bitching about the new one about, you know, oh, why does this one even have power since genetic engineering isn't really part of the plot, you know? Uh-huh. And the reason is because they want the gameplay to not be too different. They don't want you to just be using guns. There's not a plot reason at all. It's just cool. Right. It's, you know, the rule of, well, it's awesome. I mean, if you have a series of games, you want some kind of continuity. Yeah, Whether it's, it's like, in mechanics or theme or... I don't know. care if it makes sense. If I can point to a guy and a swarm of crows peck his eyes out, yeah. that's awesome. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That okay? is cool. That's a good power. Yeah. <laughs> but no, okay, the, the first one has a much bigger hole. Mm-hmm. Where are the gills? Seriously. Yeah. Okay, that's but, a good point. Okay. Now, I mentioned, without too much, really, memory of it, I did mention the fucking snorks, okay? Now, you did mention the snorks. Do you clearly remember that show? Because, like, for a while, I didn't think it was real, and then it came up one day on, like, fucking Robot Chicken, and I was like, like oh, that I recall, thing. like, either never watching it, or, like, it being one of the cartoons I just didn't give a shit about as a kid. Because, you know, when you're a kid, you just arbitrarily pick a cartoon to like and a cartoon not to like because you're a kid and you're an idiot. Sure. Like, I don't know if it was that or if I just was watching something else on Saturday morning 
Or, like, if it was on, but I was always fucking busy with my Legos or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. But I, I only... I remember it existed. I don't remember any characters' names. I don't remember anything about their society. I mean, as far as I can recall, the Snorks were basically, like, a Smurfs ripoff. They were Sea Smurfs. Was, yeah, which Smurfs were significantly more successful. I think the show was even put up by... Both were put up by Hanna-Barbera, I believe. Okay. Right? I thought neither was, but Okay. <laughs> Oh, who did you think they were put up by? I don't know. Some weird French... Well, the Smurfs were some weird Belgian or French company or something. Well, no, the... The, dub the comic strip was. But yeah, but like... But the, the distribution of the American cartoon... I have no idea, actually. Fair enough. I, it doesn't matter. I'm not going to look it up yeah. right now. Who cares? <laughs> but nobody. But is it one... The thing I found out is it's... If you actually watch that show, it's just a bunch of, like, typical 80s crappy... We made this in ten minutes cartoon yeah. where there's like nothing you would call good writing. It's a lot of just like dumb puns and you know uh, refilling of pronouns and stuff. Yeah. Oh, this is a snorking good time or whatever. Oh, they do that. I don't know. You actually okay? Probably. I didn't sit down and watch. Here's I was what I to say. Like that's ripping off the Smurfs like to the point where a lawsuit could happen. Here's what I did watch. Okay. Okay. Uh, there's now. All that show is just that crap, right? Yes. It was like very little pretense. I did find there is actually a backstory. The very the original introduction. I am so ready. The original introduction and the original first episode of that fucking cartoon has the opening shot is not on fish people at all. It's on a guy who's like a sea captain. It's a human, and he's on a boat. Uh, what what sort of man would you say he, he is? He is a man of the sea. He is a man of the sea. He is a man of the sea sitting on his ship, writing in his journal about his studies of the famous journals of Captain Ortega. This is true. Okay? Okay. And Captain Ortega, back in 1634, uh, was in a was shipwrecked during a battle with some pirates, and he crashed, and he went under the water, and found a civilization of tiny, savage fish people. Holy fuck! No bigger than your thumb! And he made for, he made contact with the tiny fish people, and he wrote these diaries, and no one believed him except our unnamed man of the sea hundreds of years later. Okay, and 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 apparently this is when the snorks started wor- learning to wear clothes and whatnot and civilize up a bit because they're they're dressed like savages in the yeah. 1600s. So you know, this this lawless Spanish privateer exactly. found them and he was like, "Well, I guess those slaves aren't getting there on time, but good news, I can civilize these little fish people." Right, right. And then the man of the sea is he gets wistful and he's like. No one serious believes old Captain Ortega's stories, but I often wonder. And then, for the entire rest of the series, is just the adventures of the fucking Snorks. Like, they never get back to that, as far as I know. I would love them to get back to that. This is glossed over in, like, 40 fucking seconds. So, some some sea captain in the 17th century... Yeah. Is fighting pirates yes. and discovering a civilization of sea monkeys. Yeah. Where's his show? <laughs> you mean the significantly more interesting show? Yes. Um, pitch to Adult Swim, I guess? I guess. I feel like... 
if no one else wants to write this, we could probably hook that up because yeah. it's a much cooler idea. He's fighting pirates and finding fish people. Yeah. He probably goes to an island that turns out to be a giant turtle and like... Sure, let's rip off everything. Fights harpies and shit. Oh yeah. my god, yeah, he's all going all Sinbad. Oh my god. <laughs> you know, sea monsters and shit. Every week a sea monster. Oh my god. Yeah. This show sounds awesome. It sounds way better than the Snorks. Yeah, like the Snorks would be in one episode. Yeah. And it would be like... That'd be a thing he did. Yeah, he goes down and sees him, and he's like... Maybe... I, I tried, but these little creatures turned out to be dicks. Maybe one comes along that's the one snork that's not a douche. Yeah, like he rescues him from, from the snork douchocracy. Yeah. 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 Maybe. Sure. I don't know. Were the snorks... Like, were they douchey? I mean, probably. <laughs> probably. I don't know. Right. Again, I didn't actually watch... Any episodes. Yeah. But I you know, watched you, the amazing intro about Captain Ortega, and then I, I, I let the, the YouTube video run a little longer, and it was, all right, we're snorks, we're going to the dancing, singing thing. And Shut the fuck up, Here's Goofy. the clam joke. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's, my God. Is it all fish puns and stuff? Is it? Uh-huh. It's very, very heavily fish puns. Oh, fuck. Yeah. And, and the other thing they do is they do the fucking Flintstone thing, where you know how every appliance is a dinosaur that's being abused? Yeah. It's like that, but with fish. So, like, they wash their dishes by, like, sticking them in the, uh, something's blowhole, or? Yeah. Like, oh. like, yeah, exactly. Oh, that's horrible. That poor like, dolphin. Yeah, and they, like, ride, like, sharks and shit. It's you ride a shark that's so dangerous, you guys. It's a lot of like Yakov Smirnoff grade humor. You know what I mean? But I think I know what you mean. But worse because it's like fish people puns. Wait, so it's like? Are you saying I want to make sure I've heard this right? Uh huh. And I understand what you mean. Yeah. It's Yakov Smirnoff jokes, except instead of in Soviet Russia, it's in the sea. <laughs> or like in Snork Village. In Snork Village. In Snork Village, fish catch you. Oh my it's god! That level, yeah. It's basically. Oh you know, my god! Yeah. In Snork Village, fish got you. Yeah. Yeah. In Snork oh. Village, Harry clam eat you. you they know? didn't do that one. <laughs> they didn't. That's no. not even a real kind of clam. <laughs> no, but Yakov would. So it's. That's not better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's. I don't think he could even get away with that joke. He's a very hirsute man. Uh... Well, I don't... I mean, maybe he just... I, it's, look, it's been a while since I, I tracked the comedy uh, uh, evolution of Yakov. Because for me, as well as for Bobby Hill, yeah. there's a very specific thing that is a Yakov Smirnoff yes, joke. Yes, yes, yes. And, and, and they do that in the Snorks. Yeah, I know. But I know. it's under the water. In Snork Village, fish fillet you. <laughs> yeah. Or whatever. I, they're all fish. <laughs> I can't yeah. think of one that's not fish. <laughs> I you're probably right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> In Snork Village, whale harpoon you. That one doesn't make sense. No. I don't no, it really doesn't. No. It's not even a pun. In Snork Village, Seal Club you. I, these are sad now. These are getting these are like making me depressed. That's a good point. Okay. Well <laughs> both because they suck and because like aw seals. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, okay. I think we've covered everything in pop culture. Johnny, what's the future for underwater base settlements? Uh, we're probably not going to get any awesome ones because we don't have jetpacks. I know the two aren't related. A jetpack will not help you get anywhere under the sea. 
But but they are both reminiscent of kind of the jet punk age. Yes, yes, know. the the groovy you know swinging future that we were going to have. Yeah, the Disney fifties future. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it's unlikely. And I don't the amazing world of tomorrow. Imagine a robot to wash the dishes. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. But I I I think you're right because I don't know why. Even uh, yeah, there's a ton of like interesting research to do when yeah. you could build like you know they they have like you know oil pipelines and like communication line things and back and forth that yeah. kind of shit. But in terms of like research, I don't know why anyone would want to live down there. You could just take subs down there or send robots. Yeah, I don't know how practical it would be to have a base down there with you know a million ways it can fail. Just to get a better look at some coral. Like, you could look at it two days in a row. Ooh, you know? Yeah. Like, you could just you could just install a remote camera. That's probably watch, what we would do. watch the live feed. Yeah. Yeah. So... Because living under the sea, not safe. <laughs> unless genetic engineering ever really catches on. And not like... Uh, 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 there's a difference between, like, embryos. Like, yeah. modifying an embryo so you have weird babies. Yeah. And modifying yourself. Yeah. If, like, personal modification ever caught on, maybe people would actually, uh, certain people would actually want to become mermaids or something. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Which is the logical thing to do if you're in a city under the sea and have an unethical genetic engineer at your disposal. Bioshock. God damn it. <laughs> How has nobody talked about this? I, apparently, I'm amazing. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Was anyone expecting that? No. No, actually. No. No. We were expecting fish puns. But here I go, poking holes all over the place. Yeah. And that's yeah. how Pod 6 explodes. Yeah, you poked a hole in it. Yeah. Yeah. Boom. Boom. All right. I think <laughs> I think we're good. I think we are. Yeah. All right. Take that, underwater everything. Yeah. All right. Shut up, boss nass. <laughs> This has been a production of the Beak Podcasting Network. Visit thebeak.org to learn more about this and other quality podcasts. Seriously, guys, so awesome. <laughs>